Welcome to Things Hoped For, an odyssey between hopes and realities. This podcast will explore and exercise the vehicle of faith to help us understand how to get to our destination. Where are we going, you ask? (laughs) Well, to the land that God promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. So, are you ready? Before we start our final episode of this year, I wanted to share with you guys some exciting news. First off, I can't thank you enough for the love and support you've shown me since starting Things Hoped For. I'm amazed at how God continues to use this platform to transform lives on this journey we take together. 2022 has truly been a teacher, and among so many things I've learned this year, the one I cherish the most is the ability to execute. Now 2022 is ending, and we're thrilled at the thought of closing this chapter, gathering our best magazines to put together the vision for the new year ahead. But too often, days and months pass by, and those dreams just tend to stay there, right on that board. Statistics show that six months after making New Year's resolutions, only 46% of us will be successful in keeping them. So how about in 2023, we become the percentage that turns our vision into reality? Things Hope For is having its very first vision party, and we want you to be there. Learn how to plan out a vision you can actually execute, uncover key habit hacks that will help you accomplish your vision, and make new friendships that will encourage you to keep going. Tickets are capped at only 50 guests, so make sure you grab your ticket before this event is sold out. The date is December 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the party is virtual so you can hang out with us from anywhere. 2023 is the year we're not just going to stare at pictures of our dreams, but we're going to make them come true. Click the link in the show notes under Virtual Vision Party to get your tickets now. It's three o'clock. Ah! <laughs> it's three o'clock. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's three o'clock. Uh, 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 uh. Listen. <laughs> so it's the last podcast. All right. The last one of this year, you guys, I'm not going anywhere. Don't worry. At least God has not sh- shut this chapter yet. <laughs> so we're waiting for a new season next year, but at yeah. least for this year, this is the last season. And I, I honestly could not have asked, like, God has really blessed this podcast with each and every friend. Because I'm not joking with you guys when I call them the best. Like, these are friends of yeah. mine. Like, yeah. everyone that's been on here has been a friend. And... Um, I'm really grateful to have you on here because like, I just think that, so a couple of things that I find interesting. Okay. One, the, uh, uh, the beginnings of that blog started at freedom conference. Mm. You led the freedom group that I was in. Yeah. I went to freedom again to get more freedom. Then you prayed over me. I was like, wow. Connecting. Connecting. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to say to you guys, this is a very special guest. Um, we got my girl Wakila here. Hey y'all. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so you already know how we do. Started off three random questions. You know, see, I have seen that this was the trend. Yes, and... yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope you're not nervous. <laughs> Listen, let's depend on what you better ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. First question. All right. If you had one thing to talk about for 48 hours straight, what would it be? Words. Words. Oh, see? This is why you 
Yes. So what do you mean like words? Just speaking life over yourself mm. and just um just the power of just changing your your thinking pattern mm. and just saying something different speaking something different mm. and like just yeah just how powerful it has been like even like you know with my blog I stand yeah. up for her yeah just changing the the narrative mm. is just so powerful quote so it's just like come on I know Whereas, that's right yeah it, like it, you said it's not gonna I'm not gonna keep going so it don't reach for me <laughs> Please, please. Hello? 
Well, thank you for sharing a little bit about you with us. Yes. So we'd love to know, what is your salvation story? Five minutes or less. Uh, five minutes. Praise God. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, so don't, what, don't be taking. Okay. No, no 48 hours. But um, I would try to, I'm going to try to use one word. Um, mm. So like if I could use my life testimony in one word, the yeah. word would be providence. Mm, so I just okay. looked that up this week. It is yeah. just the divine care, protection, and guidance of God. So just really seeing his hand mm-hmm. throughout. Like my um, introduction to the faith wasn't traditional, mm-hmm. but you could see God's hand over it. Yeah. So I was born um, to two uh, Muslim parents um, in Chicago, Illinois. Gotcha. Um, by the age of four, unfortunately, my father was no longer in the picture. Oh. Um, so we moved to yeah. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, my mom was, was Muslim, but she mm-hmm. wasn't, my father was the one that was really devout. Gotcha. Um, so in Maryland, pri- primarily my cousins, my family were Christian. So mm-hmm. when they would go to church, I would accompany them sometimes, but yeah. again, not really consistently. Yeah. But as the Lord would have it, I went to an, an aftercare that was associated with a church. So in that aftercare between the ages of six and 12, Mm. I was exposed to like, you know, the Sunday school songs, we would read the Bible, we would Mm. say grace and all those things. So that was my exposure. It's not traditional, but you can see um, the hand of God. So even so after the age of 12, you know, through middle school and high school, you know, you had that, I had that church that. I, if I was going to church, I was going there. You yeah. Know, Christmas, Easter's, and Sundays, some Sundays, but again, not really consistently. Yeah. Um, and then I went to college, and then um, my friend went, had a Bible study that she mm. would go to, and, and she would invite me. Mm. And she would invite me. <laughs> so then one day I was she like, said, Are you know. Coming again? Uh, <laughs> So then I was just like, okay, let me just go. Yeah. Um, so I went there that uh, that one day, and I never left. Oh. And she left, but I stayed there, you oh, know, just that providence. Yeah. And then um, I had a college roommate, and mm. she invited me to a church called Destiny Harvest Church, um, which is now our current church. Yeah. Our church. Um, and, and there, you know, I got baptized, I was serving, I was growing in it. Wow. So um, it's not traditional, but it was in that church yeah. um, that... I felt the Lord that was mm. directing me towards like ministry, mm. and I, that's where I heard it. So yeah. you could just see His hand, and I was I was intent on being a doctor. That was my plan. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I just think me. the last time our conversation, that's why I remember. Okay, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. So um, and that's where I heard him, and, and then um. In 2021, I enrolled in a seminary. Uh, so I'm a master's in Christian care. But just seeing his hand, even though it's not traditional, yeah. like this was my plan. And yeah. It didn't seem like this is the path that I was going to go, but yeah. yeah. And then, oh, sorry, my actual salvation. Oh, <laughs> uh, this, no, this was around. This was that church that I would uh, attend from time to time. Yeah. Um, there was one particular um, Sunday. That I just, we just, me and my cousin just went. Mm. And um, when I tell you there was no word preached, the pastor was a guest mm. pastor. He got up there, he closed the Bible. He said, I feel like I'm not supposed to preach today, but some people are supposed to come forward. Wow. And I just, I just went. And I had done some altar calls before, praise yeah. God. Yeah. And I really, when I got there, I was like, um, they were about to do the invitation prayer. I was like, man, please don't do it. Um, and then um, she just, I was like, I keep doing it. I just want to know why this is not taking. And then mm. she read um, Proverbs 3, 5, um, mm. lean not on your own, and trust in the Lord with all your heart. And yeah. that's all really what I needed yeah. is to know that that it was for me, that it wasn't going to be taken away. Mm. Um, but again, mm. it was not a traditional thing. It, w- it was just like an altar call, no yeah. word preach, and just God creating yeah. these moments throughout yeah. my life of uh, me to encounter him and yeah. guiding me into his will for my life. So, yeah. 
what was that point where you were like like what made that switch for you like what makes what what made you feel like i i need jesus in my life like you know what was that i love jesus moment or you know yeah um it it had to be it had to be that day yeah um because i like i said i had gone through different altar calls i would sit there but every time i was like feeling like okay i'm going to this church but every time that particular you know i asked you if you if if you would die tomorrow And you, do you know where you spent it to read? No, but I never felt comfortable. I never felt mm. comfortable. And I had known that I had believed in salvation, mm. but I didn't believe that it was for me. Wow. So when she said to me, trust in the Lord right. with all your heart and lean out on your like, own but... understanding, it, it clicked because it was just like, mm. you know, our, our culture is like, you have to earn something. Come and on. what wasn't clicking was that you I didn't, didn't earn, earn it. it. Come on. <laughs> And yes. it was still true. Yeah. It wasn't a lie yeah. that I didn't earn it. But that didn't mean that it wasn't for oh, me. Oh, come on. So um, once I received that, I was yeah. like, literally after that, like, I was just ministering to my family. And it was just like, I would never felt free to mm. be able to minister to somebody, especially somebody that knows me. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that was the moment that did it for me. So come now, on. every time, now I'm in the, the invitation, I'm like, yes, God, touch them, Lord. <laughs> Bless them. I'm praying. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. Listen, um, that was one of the reasons, one of the, one of the things that made me fall in love with God too, was just Mm -hmm. that like, he's, he's there. Like from, from the beginning, you know, in the blog, I'm, I I speak a lot about like my childhood and like the things that I experienced, like he was there. So there's, so whether you do what, 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 he was there and he was for you from the beginning. That's it. Come on now. Okay, cool. Let's let's get into these questions because I already know it's gonna be a sermon, y'all. Uh, y'all came back from church, you finna get another word. You finna be blessed with another one, okay? Our pastor to be is here. Wow, wow, oh, my goodness. Okay, so my first, so let me start off with saying, you know, like you had asked, like why, like why you right mm-hmm. um, for this vlog and. So the blog was actually going to go a completely different way. And I always love this because I'll have one idea of like the way the blog goes and God's like, mm. and I'm like, every time I write, I'm like, Holy Spirit, you lead and I'll follow. Yeah. And so it was really going to be from like the, the when, when, when you led freedom, um, the freedom connect group with Sam, shout out to Sam. We love hey. you. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it was the words part, so week eight, the words, and I remember, like, literally when you guys were talking about, like, it's not a game, like, you have to be careful with your words, yeah. and um, that part where you were talking about, like, you know, um, your friends making jokes, or like, you know, things like that, and it's like, the words that they would they would use, and the words that you would use, yeah. and, it, and it really, it convicted me, because I was like... Okay, y'all doing too much. Like, I'm just, I'm kidding with my siblings. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not being serious. But, like, I allow God, see, that's the thing. Like, when you're convicted, like, okay, don't, don't take it as offense. Take it as, Mm. as God, okay, what are you trying to say to me? You know, because at the end of the day, it's to make you better. So that, that moment that we had was so impactful to me and you being such a funny person and just yeah. like, we love, we love you. We love your personality yeah. and everything. I was like, yeah, no, nah, she, she, so it was just a moment. I was like, no, nah, I'd love to talk to yeah. you, to you about this. Yeah. So my first question to you then, what I'd love to know is, have you experienced, have you ever had an experience that you felt silenced, um, that your voice felt silenced and how did you get your power back? 
<laughs> yes. Um, yes. Um, I would say, so I, I mentioned that um, I had felt like the Lord was like kind of redirecting my path because mm. um, I was intent, you know, I was going to be that doctor. I was the oldest yeah. child. It was going to be me. I was yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just felt the Lord saying like, you know, um, that's not what I meant when I said that I wanted you to heal. Uh, we're gonna pivot, you know, or yeah, that we're gonna pivot. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yes, but in that moment, like up, up to that point, you know, it was just doctor was medicine. I had a degree mm. in biology, mm. and that's what I knew. And it was like it's such in our in our um, culture. So I'm Nigerian, so mm -hmm. in our culture, yeah. it's such an esteemed career. Yes. So if somebody's like, what do you want to be? I'm gonna be a doctor. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm studying to be a doctor. I'm about to take my MCAT. I'm about to do. You know, that was like my confidence yeah. in everything. But now it's like God saying, okay. Um, like my pastor Lee said, some of you feel like you've been called to full-time ministry and that thing sunk in me a year before mm. I would have been like, God bless whoever that is for in, in the name, in the name, God bless them. But that thing sunk in me, but mm. I didn't really have a context for what is ministry. Like this is mm. like the first church that I'm really serving in and anything like that. Yeah. So silence because it wasn't, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm with this. I know mm -hmm. what I'm going to do for the next four years. I know after, after oh, medical school, it's residency and all this yeah. stuff like this ministry. It's just like questions such as what's your five year plan? What's your next? What's it? It would give me so much anxiety because I didn't have an answer. I'm like, what? I don't know. Jesus. So I felt so silent. Yeah. Um, and then there was one, this, this one particular time, like one thing I just did was I enrolled in our leadership Academy. Like it was destiny. Yeah. Um, I think it was destiny college. Yeah. So I enrolled in that. And um, I remember I got tapped on to do a ministry moment. Mm -hmm. So ministry moment, you get on, you get on um, platform, you do yep. the transition, you exhort your um, classmates, and I was so nervous. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh! Like I literally came home. My mom was like, are you okay? I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> And I remember, like, in a, in the car when I was driving home, um, I called, like, my best friend, and I was telling her, like, oh, this is what I have to do. And yeah. yeah, I'm so scared. I'm so nervous. And she said, you know how somebody, like, when somebody on the outside looking in, they yeah. say something so matter-of-factly? Yeah. And it's like, what? So she was like, I mean, it sounds to me like you just got to go on stage and tell everybody why you love Jesus. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but right. that's what it sounds like you want right. to do. And um, in that moment, like to this day, that's one of the best advice that I ever had, because mm. when it became about it came less about me trying to be the most eloquent and have Come it all on. together. And it came more about just sharing my story and just speaking. Yeah. So I would say the thing that gave me my power back was just authenticity. And like uh, when it's, it comes like stop trying to present a certain way, but it becomes about like just sharing and speaking from where yeah. you are. And this is what he did for me. And yeah. this is why I encourage you. So it's just like I would say the thing that gave me that my power back was authenticity. Come so on. like when we relate, when we free ourselves to be where we are and yeah. say, I don't have it all together, yeah. but you can just speak like it's don't. The pressure comes from, Come on. oh, it got to be this. Right. It got to be You this. in the future. Yeah, and that's why I'm silent. I'm like, well, I don't have my five-year plan, so I'm silent. It's like, oh, no. my gosh. Mm -mm. Uh, I, like, I know, I'm like, <laughs> because, okay, let me see if I can try and pick it. Because like, you said something so powerful, and I think it speaks to our desire to control. Yeah. Um a lot like you've mentioned just the fact that God is redirecting you in a way that you didn't even think about and like the redirection is you don't know like no. you 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 don't like the doctor path you knew no 
You know, yeah. not, not when you plan out. my specialty. I knew everything. You know? you know? And so the, the faith that you have to have to walk in that, and I love what you said, that your freedom from your voice came from presenting yourself where you are now. Yeah. And I think that there's a blessing and sometimes I get anxiety attached to the whole five-year plan thing. Since yeah. I am the exact same way. Whew. I'm like, yeah, by, by 2025, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there. And sometimes that big thing stops you from, from yeah. the today. Yeah. Stops you from just executing today well. Yeah. And I love that, like, you know, that was the thing that gave you your voice back. Mm. Not, not. <laughs> hey, what did I say? Anyway, two before I keep going. Why do you think that our faith requires us to speak? Not just to think, not just to see, but to actually speak in order to move mountains. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, um, speaking is actually like a byproduct of your faith. Like it actually mm-hmm, shows yeah. that you have faith. Mm. So it's like in my in my class um, now, we've been talking about the difference between acceptance and agreement. Um, okay. So acceptance, like how when I was thinking, I was like, okay, so what is acceptance? When you think about acceptance, it's like very passive. It's like okay. your capacity to receive mm-hmm. and you're ceasing to oppose or reject something. Mm. But you're receiving. But when you agree, mm. it's like you're now aligning yourself with that thing. Mm. You're defending it. It's one thing to say, like, I, I low key, like, I, I accept that this is mm. goodwill. But it's just like, it's another thing to, like, start Come speaking on. on it. You're agreeing it yeah. with it. You're aligning yourself mm. with it. You're taking steps in line with that thing. Mm. And what happens when you agree? You open yourself up to attack. Because it's like when you align with a certain initiative, Girl, like, yes, I'm agreeing with, I'm saying like, I'm defending this thing. Yes. I'm saying, yeah, Lord, uh, that is right. You, when you, when you, when you, you know, spoke me and you, you named me something. Yeah. And when I say, yeah, I'm doing that. So it's one thing is like, God says, you know, I'm calling you to ministry. I'm like, I received that. Well, it's another thing to say like, okay, I literally went home that night mm-hmm. uh, when I felt the Lord say me that. And I went home and I said, you're not going to be a doctor. I spoke it out loud. Wow. And I had to say it to, you know, it's, it's agreeing. Wow. It's agreeing. It's one thing to say, okay, I received, like, that's what you're saying, Lord. Mm. But it's another thing to say, hey, you're not going to be a doctor. I had to say How that. did you feel in that moment? Like, man, I literally in the service, I was weeping. They're probably like, girl, what's wrong with you? <laughs> because I could feel like the weight of like, I've tried to explain to my Nigerian mom and everything, and I just really didn't know. But I, I literally weeped, and it was just, um, just so um, different confirmation along the way. Yeah. But in that night, I just had to have faith for the day. Jeez. I just had to have faith for that night. Mm. I, the next day, I was still, I woke mm. up delirious. I don't know, but I had faith for that night, yeah. and you know, God has continuously given me faith for each day. You know, the faith I need Come at each on. step. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I I and I spoke about this before. Like I remember, for me, the, the redirection was from fashion designer to marketer to scrum master. Mm. And scrum is is this whole it's like a project management framework that based itself in IT. When I was first introduced to it, I was like. Thing. What are you talking about? Like I like yeah. just put, brushed it aside. 
until I was brought to this place where I'm like, I, I mean, honestly, I've tried everything else. Let me just try this. It right. keeps, it came up into my face again. I said, what, what, what can I do? Yeah. And I, I want to like encourage anybody else who's listening to that, who is in that redirection. And I love that you said like, all you needed was faith for that day, that Listen, night, that moment, that, night. that second. <laughs> Cause what God is showing me now is how scrum is actually intertwined with my with the path that he's taking me on like so scrum is project management right Mm -hmm. um or it's very much so related to it and lo and behold i'm like i've been doing project management all my life it's just it's just in fact being the oldest you know that's project management already already that's already (laughs) project management um and and as I was looking and, and I was doing these like career uh, personality tests, like all these things just to continue to explore and identify my purpose in God, my unique purpose. And um, one of the things that came up when, of course, I took the test and of course it told me, oh, yeah, your perfect career would be cre- uh, creative director because that's my goal. Like I want to mm, I, I currently am a creative director for my own business, but like I want to continue to do that. And lo and behold, right next to creative director, because they give you the top three, project manager was oh, right next to it. Wow. And like in in Scrum, the the next, I'll say, because they, they don't, it's not like a um, like one person is higher than the other, but amongst the team, the person who is in, who has the closest contact to the client is mm-hmm. something called a product owner, yeah. which that is like also in essence a project manager. And so I'm just like, Okay, God, I see how this is connecting, yeah. but it's not like I knew that when I enrolled myself into the scrum class. Yeah. And let me tell you, y'all, I was dragging my feet. I said, "Man, this stupid IT thing." Listen. I like, no. <laughs> but I took the class. I ended up. I felt so dumb afterwards because I was like, "Lord, I actually kind of like this." Honestly, <laughs> honestly, you know, and it's not like I I have the whole picture, mm-hmm. but like I'm beginning. I'm I'm beginning to see. Okay, like I'm seeing. Yeah, what you're doing, where you're going. So, yeah. um, Pastor Stephen will say it in in many different ways. It's like, you know. It's, he just needs your obedience. Yeah. God just needs your obedience at this time. Like all when when His Word says that like everything will work together for your good, it will. In fact, it is. Yeah. But today is just obedience. Yeah. Then tomorrow will also be obedience. Yeah. But like, what steps are you taking to obedience? Yeah. No, that's that's real. And it's like even the things with with purpose like yeah. we always we want to discover like show me show me but it's like as you continue to be obedient mm. and you don't do what the day demands you will find that purpose has been following you it's been chasing you mm. like you come on purpose, look, purpose looking at us like you looking for me i've been looking right, for I've you been looking for you i've been trying to find you so yeah oh that's so good that's yeah. so good um all right cool i i got this other question for you um, and it just goes back to like week eight of, of Freedom Group. Side note, if mm-hmm. you guys have never heard of Freedom Group, have never, for, okay, what would you say to someone who has never been to Freedom Group? What would you even explain it as and why yeah. should they be a part of it? Oh man, when I think about freedom or when I describe freedom, it's that thing that you need, but you don't know that you, it's that thing that you need, but you don't know that it's called freedom. 
Um, so mm, it really okay, just gives you, yeah, it's, it, everybody needs it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's just, uh, we talked about what it means to stand in the new, we talked, we were talking about earlier, yes. um, that when you give your life to Christ, it's like you become a new creation mm-hmm. and you are living like you put on a new life, Yeah. but it's like, you still have all these years, all these patterns, all mm. these things of what you were used to doing. Yeah. And now you're expected to live this life and yeah. freedom is the thing that is like bridging in between. So getting freedom, it's just replacing those patterns. Romans 12, 2 talks about, don't, do not be conformed to these yeah. patterns of these words, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. So with freedom, it allows you to kind of become aware first yes. of mm, um, any, thought, any thought patterns, any things that you have built your life on that is not in Christ yeah. and trying to replace it, okay, with what God's word said, with his standard mm. um, for your life and mm. just allowing that to be the guide. So when yeah. I think about freedom, it's like you're developing an awareness of like what is and what is not Christ and what am I anchored in? And then when you, as you start to get freedom, you, you begin to get a confidence mm. as well mm. because it's just like, um, you get a confidence in um, this new life. Like, yeah. I can live this. Like, yeah. I am free. Oh, wow. I am the righteousness of Christ. Yeah. Oh, wow. I am chase, or chosen. I have mm. been redeemed. Mm. So when you're doing that, you get confident. Yeah. You know, it changes the way you walk. It changes your asking, the way you approach God. So definitely, mm. if you have not been in a freedom group or heard yeah. of freedom, um, definitely encourage you. If you are in um, a church that has that kind of, um, those groups, we yeah. have small groups that do it. It's that thing, like it's it's transformative. Yeah, it's transformative. It, you yeah. need it. You, you need, need it as it's, a believer. You need yeah, to be free. Literally. Yeah. I, I'll say for me, like my my experience. Um, just like you said, there's 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 things that you don't know is called freedom. Yeah. And what I'll say is, freedom it releases you. Oh yeah. So that you can actually go and after your next season or whatever yeah. that next is you yeah. can't like you ah man you yeah. can't move with chains you on your feet where you gonna go with chains where on you your feet go. it's gonna be hard honestly where you gonna go you're not you're not you're gonna either get there really slow yeah with some huge calves yeah <laughs> or you're gonna be extremely tired honestly so like I just remember Paul when he was saying that, like, you know, the race that we run, we run it and we, we have to release every weight mm-hmm. so that way we can run freely and run fast and run with endurance. Yeah. So it's good. So, and uh, then it, you said it releases you. Yeah. And it's like releasing you into something, but like more than anything, freedom releases you to be you. Yeah. To be the you that you were you know, before you even came to this earth and got all these things on you and people started telling you who you were, freedom mm. releases you to be the real you. Mm. And it's like, you didn't Come know on. that that's who you were, yeah. but God's been just revealing who Come you, on. who you truly are. It yeah. releases you to do that. So yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Who, who would have thought that we are walking this world, not really knowing who we are. Mm-mm. So freedom helps you to know who you are. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess we kind of answered the question, but if you did have anything to add, like, what was your biggest takeaway from yeah. Freedom Group? And why? Uh, that that was it. Like, yeah. literally, um, just how much, like, the transforming your thoughts, how powerful that is. Yeah. And then speak, um, specifically with that um, session, so that was our uh, eighth session, the power yeah. of words. Yeah. And, like, it really just hammered in on, you know, 
life and death are in the power, power of the tongue yeah. and all this mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I realized just like how much faith we have in our tongue being death than we do in our tongue being life. <laughs> to believe that come on when someone says you're stupid we're bent to believe that then they said that you're brilliant or you're you're smart oh you're um, you are incredible yeah you know, we're so bent to do that like yeah um i had a co-worker um like one time and he was just talking about like he does all these studies and mm-hmm. he was talking about a study about like how like with our memories uh, it's the negative ones that solidify it. So say we have an experience at a job mm. and you had so many good moments, but we had one bad encounter. Yeah. Like, our job, that was a horrible job. That was a horrible experience. Wow. So we uh, we wrap our identity like in that like debt. So that's why it's so important to not only speak life, but attach your faith to that. Like to, even if it sounds crazy, like, are you talking to me? Mm. You know, train your mind um, to believe that and accept that. Because and because whatever uh, those who eat those who love it will yeah. eat its fruit yeah. of whatever yeah. it is, and we just continue to eat the death fruit, but we need to eat the life. Yeah. Oh, child. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> Because we mm. attached ourselves to that that mm. lie, that lie, and like even how I think about it, like it translates like this: like even when you're mm. fearful about um, saying something, yeah. like putting a dream out there, yeah. it again shows like we have more faith in the depth. Because I even I yeah. have struggled with the fear that I can't say it out loud because I've seen things that it'll I'll say it out loud and then it won't happen. Right, right. You know because that's and that's the tactic of the enemy yes. too because yeah. he. Love receipts, mm. so that he can point back to it. Come on, and so you see, you see that's you see Come that on. it didn't happen. So now it's like I'm training myself to not say like, 
Oh, it's when I say it like, no, say it out loud. Yeah. And it, trust that it coming out of your mouth is not going to lead to it. Like, I'll be like, as soon as I say it out loud, what? It's not going to happen no more. But right. it's like, no, it is, you know. So, yeah. That's so good. Like, the Bible says that, you know, um, in our in our sin, we were like children of, 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 of yeah, of darkness. And so... What, so then the opposite, okay, so what does a child of God do, you mm-hmm. know? And I love how you said, like, you know, unfortunately, it's just our our sin nature leading towards destruction. And the first thing that came up to my mind was, like, even destruction of self. Mm. Like, destruction of your dreams, destruction, mm. just the fact Ooh. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, wow. it's like, just that speaking of life is you in agreement mm. with the life that oh. was already spoken over you you know yes (laughs) uh, it's just yeah it's just again like what um whether it was isaiah or moses no no, um uh uh joshua or moses like choose today listen me and my family (laughs) we we will praise the lord yeah choose today who it is that you serve um deuteronomy 2 says i said before you blessing and Mm -hmm. curses yeah (laughs) now choose life Oh my gosh! <laughs> it just keeps coming to like choose life, but also choose life for yourself. Yeah, I think the hardest words to speak are the we the words that we speak to ourselves, mm-hmm. with ourselves, to ourselves, for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not even knowing that the 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 words that we lean on that are more destructive, we're destroying ourselves. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Um, oh, we're good on time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, this is okay. Um, my next question for you is what are ways that you've practic- practically changed your speech and what benefits did you see from making that change? Yes. Um, I love this um, question too, because it actually, it actually challenged me like, um, we we are very like black and white. Yeah. So it's just like we have to do a full pivot. And so and that oh, come on. And we talked about You like, in my house. We had to do a full pivot. Yep. And we talked about, you know, forming goals that yeah. are sustainable. Yeah. So things so I didn't even make it a goal to like, okay, I'm I'm gonna go straight from negative thinking to like no. Right. Stay. Right. That. But you know, what practically I did is just created a mentality that leaves room for that doesn't just lean on that negative Mm. so like but just maybe or maybe Mm. it will Mm. it doesn't even have to be all the way like it certainly will but not Mm. that it it certainly does not right right so good we talked about um you know, I love me Tasha and, and yes. Kira. So Tasha's new album, they have a song called um, "Power," mm-hmm. and um, at the end of the at the end, towards the end of the song, um, there's the choir and it's repeating this phrase and it says, "Anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen." And it kept repeating it. I literally wrote that on wrote um put posted that on my wall. Anything can happen because that's the mentality. Wow. Just even shifting to that, anything can happen, mm. and not choosing not to lean on like this. The bad is gonna happen, but just anything can happen. Leave room for that. Wow. Leave room for perhaps. Yeah. And that has just been even just I've been training my mind to like when I have a negative thought, like I'll be driving, I'll be like anything can happen. So good. You know, Mike Todd says it like this: It's only crazy yeah. until it happens. Yeah. You know, so. Just just leaving room for that anything can happen and I've just been able to see like 
just even making the fact that I'm not even trying to go over the way to the other side and just mm-hmm. leave a room because that that kind of mindset is just fertile ground for mm-hmm. faith for faith to position yourself for faith like if you just even just get out of that because that's even self-fulfilling prophecy like when you're just sitting in that discouragement and that perspective of disappointment and you shift from that to just say you just calibrate you just recalibrate yeah you're just recalibrating and saying like I'm going to be neutral. I'm not going to lean there. And even if, like, we think it's all the way on the other side, but just be neutral. And God can use that. What does the Bible say? Faith the size of a mustard seed. Just be neutral. Just be, just say anything can happen. Let me see. Just let me just be curious. Like, that's what it is. And and that's, that's our response to, like, when God will say certain things, like, instead of now just rejecting it, like, that's not me. I'm like, yeah. Well, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more about, like, like yeah. you start, he starts to give you little pieces of vision, and you're oh like, gosh. I didn't know that. All right, you know, just being open yeah. to that, open to the possibility of better. Like that's really yeah. when it comes to like these, this, these words, these words of light and life is just presenting a different alternative, allowing yourself to see a different alternative than the one that you are that has been um, cultivated through your disappointment and your discouragement. Mm. So yeah. I'm taking that. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything. It's gonna be. It's yeah. gonna be all over the place. Yeah. That is probably just one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard. Because mm. for me, I am a day and night person. Yeah. If it means you look, I have yeah. my work. Like I'll, I'll. I've already listed out like the okay. So in the morning, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and I and that's not to say that's a bad thing. I that's think not, that yeah, I think that it has worked for me, yeah. and a lot like to just quickly switch. It's it's worked for me, but is it sustainable? Mm. And then the other thing too is, um, can can I like can I keep being consistent with it? Mm-hmm. I think I I love that you said just being neutral, mm-hmm. being. Just leaving room. What that says to me and what that does to me, because even when you said it, like I felt like my heart and my anxiety kind of like softened, mm. which is like you don't need to do the most mm-hmm. for God to move in you. Mm-hmm. You just need to be present. Available. That's it. You yes. just need to be available. Yeah. And every time I hear things like that, it it fights against my my work mentality, mm-hmm. which is no, if I don't, if I don't say God's uh, promises over myself 10 times a day, it's not going to move. Like, yeah. you know, that mountain's not going to move. But yeah. you just freeing yourself to say, like, let me, let me just is enough. Yeah. Cause in my head, I'm like, what must seed? I read it. Yes. Like yeah. it's true, but it's like, I'm like God is a mustard seed faith enough, mm, and it, it and clearly he's like yeah of it course. is yeah it is like even the most the most famous yeah. promise we hear about in the Bible like yeah. to Abraham if you read that that um, passage of scripture yeah the most repeated phrase is I will mm. I will mm. make your name great Come I on, will, he will do I it. will That's so I good. will and, and you so will be good. a blessing yes but I but will I'm do gonna everything yeah it's not going to have to be out of your yeah. own strength yeah I love that yeah. I love that 
and even just speaking practically it reminds me of y'all know I've been preaching up and down that <laughs> habits book for real. Yeah. But um there's a part in the book where he um is atomic habits. Yeah. The part in the book where he talks about um to create new habits like to succeed in creating new habits one of the things that you have to do is make it easy mm-hmm. like what like like make especially the harder ones that are hard that are really hard for us what is the way that you can make it e- super easy because the goal is that you need to just start yeah. you just need to start yeah. like it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be like you know all the way complete but you need to start so one of the tools that he shares is, is uh, something he made up called like um um, the two minute rule. So any habit that you do, you just do it for two minutes and you stop. Mm-hmm. You have to stop after two minutes. So it's like taking even a simple habit and making it so micro because the goal is that when you start and you and you made it so easy to start, then you can actually continue. Yeah. So I started doing that with laundry because I hate I hate putting listen, laundry back. Listen. I cannot stand it. I love putting it in the dryer yeah. and the I can't stand folding laundry. Listen, <laughs> you know you gotta let that dryer run a couple just, times. Just a couple just, times. I ain't ready to take it out yet. Let me just turn it back on. Like, what? And so, um, and what you just said reminds me of that. It's like, you know, it doesn't have to be that total flip. What is the what is the next what is the next step that you can take that just makes this easy for you to accept? Yeah. And it's easier, I think, to accept anything as possible than to than to jump from I, I'm a nobody to I'm going to own uh, like a billion dollar company. Yeah. It can be harder sometimes, yeah. and then the enemy comes in and he does taunt us with that. Yeah. So I really do love that that you're just like you're sharing like hey. Just switch it to anything can happen. Yeah. And let it and let it be that. Yeah. And then when it's that easy for you, you can continue to pop add on to that. Yeah. Thing. Build on it. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> y'all think y'all being blessed. I'm being blessed as I can see now. I'm like, okay, Lord, I know why this needed to be the last one. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> so I'd love to ask you. Um have you had an experience where you've witnessed God move through your words that you've spoken? And if so, please tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm about to tell you. I don't even think I've shared um, this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, exclusive. Exclusive. Oh, my God. So far. So this was, oh, my goodness. So this was actually two years ago, almost to the day. Mm-hmm. It was December 9th, 2020. And I remember because I, it was it was a crazy situation. Yeah. So um, at, around that time, like, our power and our whole, like, apartment complex would just go out mm-hmm. consistently. It was, like, at least once every two weeks, the whole power would go out. What, is it Nigeria? Is it no, no, it isn't. I'm like, <laughs> what? what is this? Are we not in America? <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, what are y'all doing? So then I was like, my cousin lived down the street from me, so I went mm-hmm. to stay with her and I would, well, just visit her because yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to be in this house in the yeah. dark. And I was talking to her and like, you know, she was, she, we were just having this conversation about anointing. She's like, yes, you're anointed and stuff like that. And like, and I'd heard that before mm-hmm. and it, it actually started to aggravate me because, <laughs> you know, it, it becomes aggregating when people are telling you something about yourself mm, that, that you, you cannot see. see. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, man, praise God. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not to so, say. <laughs> thank praise you. God. Amen. Praise God. 
But even as I was driving home, I was just like, God, like, I'm tired of, like, people mm. telling me stuff. Like, I wanted you to show me, like, the mm. anointing that I have and show me that. And at that time, my faith was real stirred. I was reading um, a book. It was a prayer book called Fourth Dimension. So mm. it was Dr. Young Cho. And um, I was like, just my faith really stirred. And he just talked. He was talking about, you know, just the words and speaking yeah. and things like that. And I had just set my mind. Somehow I just got that faith. Like, I'm not walking into that house with the power out anymore so I drove when I was in front of the um apartment and I was just like I just start speaking yeah I just start saying let there be light mm. it worked before mm. in the bible <laughs> right right so, so I, just, I, yeah, I had that I just gathered the faith somehow to just keep saying let there be light wow. let there be light let there be light and I kept repeating I kept repeating it and I was like well you know I did it at least yeah. I did it so the lights wasn't coming back on uh, so I was mm. stepping out the car. As soon as I call, as soon as I start to step back, um, back to the apartment, I just see the lights start flickering. All the light posts, everything just started oh, going. Not just my place, like the yeah. whole complex. I was like, mm. crazy. Mm. And I was like, okay, like I didn't even record. I'll show you the video yeah. later. Like, okay, God, yeah, okay, like, yeah. but it's just that power, just that faith, and it's just like. It literally wow. it's not a game. Wow. And I literally was so mind blown. I mm. ran around the whole complex. <laughs> I felt it the works. next morning. <laughs> but literally yeah. words. And it's just like that faith, there's that anointing, there's that yeah. power and that power of life and death, that power of producing, that power yeah. of speaking light into darkness. It still works. Yeah. It wasn't just he did it back then, like mm. it still works. Mm. He's still speaking mm. life. He's still um speaking life into dead things. He's yes. still making things new. Like yes. that that power, that anointing. It just if we would just set our hearts to lean into it. Yeah. But yeah, that in my experience, I'm like, I'm holding I I'm like this is my memory that I'm holding mm. with me whenever I think like, you know, Jeez. no power. So yeah. What I what stuck to me in your story was the delay yeah speak because, about it because i think i think i think when we think about speaking things into existence mm. or maybe you know when we be over spiritual or something yeah. we're thinking that as soon as we say it it would happen and oh god help me with the <laughs> word like my heart is literally beating right now because wow. I, because i know for me that's a thing yeah. like The delay steals, mm -hmm. like it, it can steal our faith if we allow it. Mm. And I'm just remember, I'm just um, reminded of Habakkuk when he said, Habakkuk, when he said, um, um, like God's word goes out and it does not delay. Yeah. And so it's interesting because you're like, well, it's delaying to me. Like, yeah. hello, I, I I spoke this right now. Why is it taking so long? But God's timing is not our timing. Yeah, and it's and it's like it's not delayed. Yeah, and so I'm always challenging myself. How can I? How can I see past the delay? Yeah. Or in fact, how can I change my mindset? There we go. How can I change my mindset? Come on, Lord, mm. to know that this is to to the change the word delay because mm. it's not delayed. Mm. It's actually on time. Yeah. So like, how can I filter what I believe, my thoughts, to everything that I say to to 
to like no it's actually it's on time so that's not even like changing uh words just like you're saying like yeah it's on time it's coming on time so um i think we do have like it's like a, a thought process of that we're expecting and it's not to say that there are things that come immediate there there definitely are but the testing in our faith is even in that delay yeah. that we that we see and it's like do we believe what god said if he, yeah. he since he said that our words um can move mountains yeah if this taken a lo- an hour Two hours. If it's taken two years, yeah. if it's taken five years, ten years for that mountain to move, mm-hmm. are we are we going to are we going to agree with the delay or are yeah. we going to agree with God's word? Yeah, and it, it's like it's like here. I think this is the um, the key for that too. Yeah. Like I was listening to, I was going through. You know, at the end of the year, you get real nostalgic. So yeah. I, was, I found a clip from an old message um, that Pastor Stephen did. I think. It was some years ago. Yeah. And he talked about how, he said this, we don't have faith um, in God. We have faith in our imagination. So we have faith, not in what mm. he said, but how and what we imagine yes. that it will look like. Yes. So that's when we start to doubt. Because it's like, yeah. do you remember when I said, I'm not going to walk back into a yeah. house that is dark. Yeah. That was a promise. Mm. But my imagination might say, well, as soon as I speak it, the light right. will come on. At right. the end of the day, I did not walk back into a house right. that was dark. Yes. So I think the key is this, to put your faith behind what the promise is and not the process or the plan that it will be. So held on to the promise. Yes. The promise is always found in his word. Yeah. Um, but put your faith behind that thing. Yeah. Not, and if it's like the, the plan, my pivot. We've talked about how many mm. pivots you know, mm. we did, like yeah. even with my promise. My promise is that I would heal. Like mm. you're going to heal the sick, and the promise is still the same. Come on, but the there was a pivot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Uh, well, that's all my questions I have for you, yeah. and I can't wait to rewatch this and re-listen yeah. to it because I've gotten so many gems from you. Um, yes. But we do got some questions. Um, Uh-oh. so I'm, I'm excited, I'm excited. So these are questions from, um, just audience and people who have okay. been listening. Um, and we'll go first with Julie. First off, thank you guys so much for submitting questions and just being vulnerable, sharing your thoughts, even the, even just sharing a thought, sharing a question is yeah. being vulnerable. It's yeah. doing, it's, it's us accepting that, man, we don't know everything yeah. and we need, we, we need each other yeah. in order to be able to navigate this thing called life. Yeah. So, um, I'm proud of you guys. If nobody has ever said it to you, I'm proud of you for using your voice to speak up and ask yeah. questions. Um, so we have a question from Julie. She says, how is speaking things into existence in the Christian Bible, different from other philosophies like the law of attraction. Yeah, um, and I, I think I think of this. You know, there's this whole phenomenon now, like a of like manifesting. It yes, yeah, it's a it's a thing. Child. <laughs> so, Up and down, yeah. Um, I think when we talked about agreement, yes. So it's like, what are you like aligning with? When we are speaking, mm. we are choosing to partner with what something that God has said. Yes. And what what is what is God um, revealing to us? Yeah. And we're speaking in line with that. Yeah. And we're leaving room for it to um, 
you know, maybe we haven't heard. We're leaving room for him to actually make it clear and seeking confirmation and things like that. But we're just speaking with what we feel that um, God has spoken to us. Yeah. So I think that as far as like speaking life or speaking things into existence, yeah. it's like, is it consistent with God's will? Yeah, and good. it's rooted mm, in His word good. too. How do I know if it's God's will? Do it sound like Him? <laughs> do it sound like something that He would say? Is there something that is it legal? Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> like does it That's sound like it has to be consistent with yeah. his character yeah and it's mm -hmm. just like is this for me so it's just like checking the motive yes and all this stuff like this is like oh yes. you know this is manifesting like you know this relationship or this mm -hmm. job and all this stuff like that and it's just like what is your heart behind that yeah like and it's just like have you sought God on it? Do yeah. you care what he even has to right, say? Right. And if he says no, like, what's yeah. going to be your attitude towards on, him? You know, on. so really just seeking God's word and seeing if what you are designed is, is consistent with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And is it bearing fruit, uh, like of the spirit yeah. um, in you? Or is it making you more That's like so self-seeking yeah. and all these stuff, like making you manipulate and mm. are you manipulating and things like mm. that? Cause like, that might be an indication, babes, that, you know, yeah. God ain't that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's so good. Um, my answer to that would be, um, so what I always find interesting is that there's nothing that's new aside from the Word of God. Meaning that, like, I I I think it's interesting that a lot of these other philosophies or or even just religious beliefs or, or mental practices or whatever, they they all. I'll say because I, I love the Bible Project, and 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 one thing that they've helped me to realize, just historically speaking, is that um, a lot of these cultures they shared similarities. So even though we had Israel, who was following the God of Israel, like there were there were pagan religions around, and you'll see that some of the some of the the methods of the practice were similar, but the God was different. Yeah, and that's that's that part right there is key yeah the god was different yeah. so um so you you i think what is also interesting is that the enemy is a deceiver right mm -hmm. so so he will take something of god and manipulate it and flip it That's so what's it. interesting is that god at the end of the day he has put the power of life and death in your tongue yeah. Whether you want to use it with him or you want to use it without him, it will still produce. Yeah. That is the thing. But the, the thing that the enemy does not tell you is that it will produce, but it might take energy out of you. Mm -hmm. It might take peace out of you. Mm -hmm. It might take, like, the, the, the difference with when you do anything with God is that you, is that you can do it and it adds no sorrow to mm -hmm. you. Like you're you're manifesting money, great, and it'll add no sorrow to you, mm -hmm. you know. So I also think that like another difference too with like I'll say God's way and everybody else's way is that um, it's out of His strength. Mm -hmm. I love the Bible verse that we use in the in in the blog, um, the Mark eleven verse um, twenty two to twenty four, and it says first it starts off with saying have faith in God, and then it continues to say. What you speak will move mountains, yeah. you know, so, so, so it's just like you had mentioned before, it's his working hand yeah. because I think, I think, and at least what I've seen from things like law of attraction and things like that, 
You have to stand in that mirror and say it 50, 1100,000 times. I'm yeah. not like, but this is what I'm seeing people do as, as their solution. And it's like, you know, again, it will produce, but look at how much more you have to work. Yeah. Like God desires us to have his favor, meaning that the same energy that somebody put yeah. cracking their back, God will give it to you just like that. Yeah. You know, just like that. Yeah. And it's because... It, it, he has the power to be able to deliver in that mighty way. Yeah. So I say, I would say that's that's the main yeah. difference that I see is that the 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 principles are the same, right? Yeah. But the God that you serve is different. It is. Yeah. It's it's like even one thing you said is that the enemy is a deceiver, right? Yeah. So and as a deceiver, one of his primary tactics is just perversion. Mm. It's just like. Something that is a God thing and just twisting it. Yeah. Like if you think about um, Adam, Adam and Eve in yes, the garden. Yes. And it's like, if you eat the fruit, you'll be like God. Yeah. But in Genesis 1, it says that they were, they were already in like the image God. of yes. God. But he's just perverting it. And God desires for them to have wisdom. Yes. But he's just perverting it. So like when you think about somebody that is like, they have, um, they have a desire for them to, you know, be able to speak things into yeah. existence. And that is... A good, it's a good desire because yes. it's, it's an inheritance. Yes. but submit it to God. Come on, it, it's all it's yes. only if it's it's all about being under God. Yeah. Like even if you have even submitting your desires and submitting like your giftings and things yeah. like that. Like if you if you are gifted as far as like it's like somebody that's really gifted in the business and per- perhaps maybe they're doing drug dealing <laughs> and things right, like that. Right. And that is something that might be a God. Well, it is probably a God yes. given gift. Yes, but. One is submitted to, you Come know, on, self. Uh, evil yes, self, yes. and then one is submitted to, yes. to good. And in that, they can yeah. be a businessman. It doesn't even yeah. mean to be like, oh, they're doing yeah. ministry business, but yeah. you're doing something where you're not yeah. dishonoring God. Yeah. So, yeah, and it won't. Not only will it not lead to death, but it won't harm you. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. that's so good. That's that's, so a, good. that's really the fruit. Like, mm. what is it doing? What is the what is the fruit that is producing? Yes, destruction, harming you, harming, harming others. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah. That's good. Thank you, thank you. Okay, our last question is from Mila. It's right on time. Um, she says, thanks for being so vulnerable with us in this blog. You're welcome. <laughs> it's not like, it's, it's really by Anyway, we praise God. Ah. <laughs> um, I can completely relate to the African parents' dilemma, but to be honest, I struggle with forgiving them for not being there for my dreams. How did you get through that? Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, me. Mm-hmm. Yep. oh man. Um, I had to and mm. kind of see when whatever things like that, you kind of see the heart. So for mm. instance, too, like my mom, it's not even as a thing of like she she wants to she would want to deliberately not support my dream, but yes. there's a there could be a fear there. Mm. You want your child to succeed right you want you know that's why they came to this country they right. wanted us to have a future and it's just like this thing that you're sharing it doesn't seem like it's going <laughs> to have a future it, with yeah it. you don't have a future and it's not even something for me but it's just mm-hmm. like this i want the best for you yeah. and you kind of yeah. we have to even be compact yeah uh, give them compassion they say honestly like if i think about this they do want the best for yeah. me and even all the time, we're not sure. We don't know how it's going to go. We don't right. have all the answers. Right. So seeing that and releasing them, releasing, understanding, okay, 
that's the fear that you're operating of. And the thing is, mm-hmm. we are... They wasn't there when God said that to us. When God put that, mm. they, He told us. He didn't tell them. Mm. They, they, we can't expect them to have the conviction about mm. what God has spoken to yeah. us when He didn't speak it. He didn't say, "Oh, um, your daughter in yours is gonna be yeah. like this thing, and yeah. she'll be okay, and she'll right. be." No, she. This is the plan that you know your parents would be like. This is the pastor's success, right. and God, you know, He planned something in our hearts. Yeah, and we are expecting them to. I have the same faith for it mm. and the, our faith came from that promise that came specifically to us from God so releasing them to like not releasing them of that expectation that's an unrealis- yes. unrealistic expectation because mm. had God not spoken to me I wouldn't support <laughs> I wouldn't support <laughs> you would have been like girl you should be because you know me I was like God bless you know whoever that's for but God you know his, his grace yeah. where he had given that to be able to anchor me yeah and i can't expect somebody else to be anchored in you know my mm. promise so Jeez. releasing them yeah. uh, from that and then also yeah. people are people yeah we can't that's unrealistic you know they're going to make mistakes they're going to yeah. harm us and then uh forgiveness is just a choice yeah it's not a, it's not a feeling that's gonna come upon you come and on, just like you know just having, just choosing to like change your perspective and yeah. and we um have a compassionate response like oh yeah they're saying this because they want the best for me yeah and, you know and unfortunately sometimes um some people don't communicate that in the best way right right and as even having grace in those situations yeah and just saying you know you're you're a person yeah and you're going to make mistakes and yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh that's so good um. I want to add to what you said about like releasing them. Um, so it's so funny going back to freedom conference again. Um, that was my like first layer of, of freedom. Like mm. that was the first time I went to freedom conference yeah. and it was so interesting that that was the first layer was like, forgive your parents for this. And what was so funny was that not only here I am, I'm like leaving freedom conference. I'm like, Oh freedom. Yeah. Woo, we did it. We left everything at the table. Only for me to get into the car. And God said, I want you to verbally tell them that you forgive them. Mm -hmm. I said, open your mouth. I said, what did you say, Jesus? Mm -hmm. You want me to go and tell my African parents that I, that me, I forgive them? Who gives you the audacity to say that you can forgive me? The girl, the way that my head's got a balance, I said, wait. Because that was the fear. It's like, what, how in the world am I even going to put that sentence together? Mm. What is... But I said to myself, I'm like, obedience. Mm-hmm. And when I talk in the blog, I talk about the trembling voice. Child, that, the voice was really trembling. It's shaking. I called them because they were in Cameroon at this time. I called them. I shared with them the experience that I had at Freedom Conference. Mm. And I said to them that I forgive them. Trembling voice, tears, <laughs> like, like just, just so afraid of what they would say next. Because hundred percent, like most, most, especially in our culture, you forgive me for what I paid all your yeah, school fees. Listen. You have a house over your head. Were you forgive me when I look at the clothes that you're wearing now? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who forgive me for what? But um, I let me tell you something. To this day, it has. It has been the catalyst to healing in this family. Like, we have become 
more in unity. I'm telling you right now, the, the way that my family is currently is not your typical African family. Mm. Those things that we know are so traumatic in, in African households, it God is undoing. Amen. He is undoing. And so another thing too that, that he taught me in that moment was that I needed to ask for forgiveness. Mm. And that, that lesson happened right there because trust and believe, pride came up because then something happened whatever and then and then I just said would you forgive me and I noticed that that was important because me holding on to the offense and holding on to unforgiveness was a sin mm. and that was the sin that I had committed mm. and so and so that process I think it's something that we don't we I, I just didn't I just didn't know and so yeah. I learned that in that moment too so I understood why that needed to happen so when the question is like how do i forgive them how do i just like you were saying it's a day-to-day thing it's also it's also understanding and being encouraged by the person that you will become because you have released them yeah and you are moving forward you know how they always say in freedom conference unforgiveness holding on to unforgiveness is like lighting um, what is it? Lighting, lighting, lighting someone else on fire and, um, or expect lighting yourself yes. on fire and expecting them to die from smoke. There you go. <laughs> so, so I, I think for me, it was just, I was so, I was much more consumed and, and obsessed with the person that I wanted to become yeah. the person that God had for me yeah. that I just said, God, I will do anything. Yeah. I will do anything to get to that woman yeah. that you have spoken over yeah. my life. Yeah. So so the real question is like, is holding on to the, uh, the unforgiveness worth it? Yeah. I mean, I know it makes you feel good. It empowers you. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're right to have this anger. But like, think about what it's stopping you from. Yeah. And for me, that that just continuing to think about that helped me step by step to. I love that. Them. Yeah. This I, I'm gonna say this one last thing. Yeah. Um, just because uh, of what you just said, like. You just you developed a hunger for the the best version of yourself, mm. and like even like before, like I was like you know familiarizing myself with like yeah. your ministry with your blog, and you know I um I saw that you know there's this there's this um emphasis on uh like you know Canaan and and the promised yeah. land <laughs> yeah. um, and things like that, and like what I have discovered is mm. just that you know Canaan the promised land yeah. was a was a possession that was assigned to a people, mm. um so. That identity was important. So getting to that come version on, of you, getting on. back to who you are, yeah. is gonna be key for anybody that is like, you know, I'm I'm believing for the promise and all yeah. this stuff like that. And why am I getting there? Like, get make your priority getting to you, getting to the version come of you that, was, that existed before you ever got to this yes. world, and having that identity because that that um, that identity is what gave them the permission um, to be able to lay hold of their possession and to walk into it and and to fight those wars. Like, Mm. those wasn't no ordinary wars that they were... Now they never fought a war up until These are giants. You Mm -hmm. think it's casual, but because it was assigned to them, because they were the chosen people of God, the Israelites, and that was their land, they were able to do it. So get to who am I? Because the land is for me. Mm. So... I have to get to me. me. Come and on. And if I try to walk up into that lane and I'm not, I haven't become, I haven't be, uh, come to myself, I can be in the land and 
not recognize it or not be Come able on. to navigate it yes. because I'm navigating the insecurity yes. because it don't seem like it's for me. Yeah. But when you get to that version of you, be able to walk in it with confidence. You'll be able to wage the wars that you need to because it's like, yeah, this is a sign to me. So mm. just make I come into your identity a priority. So yeah. Ah! <laughs> Pass the monkey out. Where's my plates? Okay. So wait, so so okay. So where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Where, where can we keep up with you? Mentioned your blog. What yes. what platforms are we on yes. so we can grab some more of that? Yes, um, my blog is or my ministry is called A Standard for Her. So yeah. the blog is at a standard for her dot com. So yeah. a standard for her dot com. Um, on Instagram at a standard for her, and uh, newer mentioned my personal Instagram is at walk it out. So that's W A Q I T O U T. Walk it out. Yeah. Girl, I I cannot thank you enough. You ended this with a bang, hey. and you ended it with a word for all of us. Um, mm. So I'm so grateful for you. Mm. I like I <laughs> like it's just so many, so many great things. Amen. Pastor, will you pray us out? <laughs> yes. Only Father God, I just thank you uh, for who you are, God. I just give you all the glory, God, for who you created us to be, God. I thank you that you created us with intentionality, God. I thank you, dear Lord, that we are your workmanship, dear Lord. We are your prized possession, dear Lord. We just give you all the glory, dear Lord, for the power that you've given us, dear Lord, as we are formed in your image, God. We thank you for the power that is in our mouths, dear Lord. I thank you, dear Lord, that you would allow us to be cleansed and transformed from all our negative experiences, from the discouragement, dear Lord, and just allow ourselves to just be open to the idea, dear Lord, that there's better, to the new alternatives mm. that you want to present, God, and help us to agree and stand in alignment, dear Lord, with the new name that you've given us, God. I thank you, dear Lord, that we would just be um, transformed, dear Lord, and knowing that we aren't who we think we are, God. Help us to be open to that thought, that we're not who we think we are, dear mm. Lord, that you are slowly peeling back the layers and revealing who we actually are, God. And I thank you, dear Lord, as we come to ourselves, as we come to the knowledge of who we are in you, dear Lord, that you that we would receive everything that you have for us, God. I thank you. Your word says, no good thing will you withhold from those who walk uprightly, God. So I thank you, dear Lord, that everything that has our name on it, we wouldn't try to fight and scratch for it, dear Lord, that we wouldn't be offended by any source of um, competition, dear Lord, that we would know that anything that has our name written for us, dear Lord, as we come to ourselves in you, dear Lord, that it will be for us. We just give you all the glory for everything that is already written, all the, the, the story that you are already writing right now. We just give you glory and honor. It's in your name I pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much, girl. Thank you. Thank Woo! you. This is, this is amazing. Woo! Thanks for joining us on this month's episode. I hope it was encouraging to you and a help to your next step in faith. We host the podcast recap live on the last Sunday of every month from 3 to 4 p.m. And I'd love to see you there. Join the THF fam by clicking subscribe in the show notes and follow me on Instagram at Things Hoped For for all the vibes. Visit www.thingshopedfor.com for the next blog. Until then, see you next month. Much love, Nya Agwe.